Welcome back to TVI. Um, Carl Donnelly here. Julian Dean here, mate. Um, welcome back. I'm good. I hope our listeners good. are good too. Um, this is actually an episode we weren't going to put out until next week, but we thought it's New Year's Day, mate. Let's release two. Yeah? Double drop Friday, For mate. the people that are literally on the sofa hanging. Coming down off their molly in their kitchen. Exactly. Like <laughs> <laughs> but no, I reckon there's going to be shitloads of Zoom New Year's Eve parties where loads oh, of mates yeah. are hanging out. They'll go on till all hours, mate. All cocaine over their exactly. keyboard. Oh, <laughs> Just carnage, mate. It's good, isn't it? If someone's having one of them cocaine chats to you, you know when someone's on coke and they're talking to you, I don't want to be a just part of their cringe just the next mute day. Them, mate. You can just you can mute just, them. Like, my Wi-Fi's going. <laughs> I'd love to hear about your childhood and your... <laughs> What, a, what an amazing person your dad was. Who is it? Somebody had a great routine about that thing of just blokes on, like, I think it was like on Stag Dudes or something, just getting on it, like coked up. Suddenly you're just with a bloke you've never met before and you're planning on starting a business with a... <laughs> 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 yeah, funny. I remember that bit. That's so true. Oh man, I had many a nights. I've done that. I've done. Yeah, I've been on stag dudes where That's why I started of... Amazon with Bezos. But yeah, that thing. What happens to him when you think you've made a real good mate on a night when you've just been on it, and the next it's day you wake up and you actually just feel it, you feel embarrassed, isn't it? Because you know you're not going to be. Oh, especially if they're back. like in an office that you work in. Oh man, because you're going to see them again and agree to. Yeah, yeah you know yeah. we're not. You know all of that was. Can we leave that alone now? Can we draw a line under that night? <laughs> I, I once in the early days of my comedy career, um, and I won't say the name of the person. I'll tell you off off air, but um, patreon.com slash. I will say it on Patreon actually. Yes. Oh, um, I'll I'll do it in that. We're going to do a catch up in a minute. I'll tell you the story, but basically I ended up. I was doing a, a weekend of gigs. Um, I won't say the club. I don't want to incriminate anyone. But um, lovely weekend Thank comedy you. club. Me and another comedian we'd never met. And uh, we ended up doing loads of MDMA together just in my hotel room and just had this night. We were literally lying on the bed, basically hugging each other, listening to like dubstep. <laughs> like, and it was just, oh, it God. felt like we'd, we'd had this incredible bonding experience. And it was like we've just we're going to be friends for life, and then just we've just literally see each other about once a year at a gig and go All right, mate. <laughs> but it, it felt so profound at the time. But was it Chris um, Delia? It was not Chris Delia. I'm not going to actually. I'm not going to say who it was. I'm not going to give any clues. Jimmy actually, Savile. Do you know it actually? It, 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 it happened with one other comedian, but there's somebody I sort of know a bit better. But we're still not close mates or anything. No eye contact ever again. Yeah, obviously not. But um, it's, yeah, so that is, I don't know how we got on to, oh, them gross nights out when you're just on horrible drugs. And yeah, I'm glad they're all behind so it's me. It's kind of nice that everyone's got to stay in for New Year's Eve. You, you can have a better New Year's Day. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people will probably, I've woken Watch up Watch Wizard sober. of Oz sober, yeah. you know what I mean? I've woken it's up so, like, not with a hangover on New Year's Day a couple of times in the last decade, and it's great. You feel so much better for it. But yeah, anyway. Yeah. So anyway, that's what we thought. If you are feeling a bit tender, though, we'll give you an extra episode today. It's Carly Smallman. This is a great. This is such a funny episode because Carly's. We had our tarot cards. Yeah, read, Carly's didn't we? very funny. Uh, she's also we, we've both known her for years. She's good, really good chat. But also, yeah, basically, she she does a show uh, on Facebook, her Facebook page, which is she does tarot readings of on comedians. And it's very funny. And she did it. She gave us both a reading halfway through. You'll enjoy it a lot. 
So basically, um, kick back. Thanks Relax. to all our patrons for being patrons. You can sign up patreon.com forward slash we are TVI. Any other admin? That's about it, really. That's about it, isn't it? I think it's all covered. Yeah. Happy New Year. Enjoy this episode. Happy New Year 2021, people. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do yeah, it. Change the podcast. I We're rolling. Like Limp Biscuit. Uh, <laughs> welcome back, everyone, to TVI Podcast. Carl Donnelly here. Julian Dean here. And guest, uh, Carly Smallman, comedian. That's me, I'm here. Owner of two <laughs> guitars, if her back- background it's is definitely to be believed. two guitars. Actually, guys, I actually spent some of my Rishi money on uh, another guitar. On a further guitar. Is that a, is that that a is Fender a Telecaster? telecaster. Yeah. It is, it is. I felt like the government were giving me money to stay at home, so I needed to find something to do at home. Yeah. And you thought you'd buy. I thought I mean, the money <laughs> had to be for business stuff. Oh no, that was the bounce back loan, wasn't it? No, had to be... no, this is just for anything, in my opinion. <laughs> I, mean, I, I think it's bounce... meant to be I... for my mortgage and bills, but yeah, whatever. I got, I got a bounce back loan, and I can confirm it wasn't used for business. <laughs> <laughs> Starting up a coke business. Yeah, what's I, I got business? I got a giant bounce back loan and gave it back. I remember. I mean, we never actually fully talked about what? it on here because you had crossed into. Well, you'd cross the, the the borders of illegality. Jim. I crossed yeah. over the borders of. I spoke to a couple of barristers. Fraud. It was and, fraud. Um, yeah. <laughs> technically, the barrister said technically it's called criminal fraud, and you go yeah. to jail. It wasn't conduct. It was uh, basically it wasn't slightly over over asked for how much the basically i didn't think i'd get it and i pushed enter and it said the money will be in your bank within 24 hours and this i mean this <laughs> was exciting. you know the, you could have bought a flat for this amount of money 10 years ago it was a huge yeah. amount wow <laughs> and i um started to look at audis and mercs and then i gave it back yeah i spoke yeah, to Julian the day you got the money <laughs> and uh you had the look of a man who was on the run from the police <laughs> <laughs> You just knew you were going to be doing some badness with it. I love well, that. I though. spoke to a couple of people and asked them if I could keep it in their bank for a little while just to see what happens. Oh. And they were like, nah, because they'll no. have to pay tax on it. There was at one but point we discussed. It was how an accident, long... just for the record. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. And you accident. gave it back. So it's all I gave know. it back. It's all legit. Yeah. I lent it to Carl. He said that's the best thing to do. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and as I told you before we hit record, treated myself to a nice suit during the grey 35 grand <laughs> suit at Christie's. It was worn in the original Bugsy Malone. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's not get bogged down in this. Let's talk. Um, so hang on. So are you, a, are you a, a keen guitarist? I, not really keen. I. Um, just three guitars. Maybe I just well, like to feel okay. like I just have three guitars. I wouldn't say I'm keen. Like I just like stuff. Yeah. Um, so I've got like my main guitar, which is like my just like my one that I got when I was younger. That you know everyone buys an acoustic guitar yeah, at yeah. uni when they're trying to make people fancy them, and it doesn't work the other way around. Like I realised that loads of guys with like ugly me. men were getting laid yeah. um, through guitar Thank playing. You. Don't bring me um, into you're it. Welcome, right. Julian. <laughs> But yeah, it doesn't work the other way around. If you're a woman who plays guitar, everyone's just like, oh, that's nice. She plays guitar. I won't fuck her. So um, yeah, and it's just, yeah, I'm going to like playing the guitar. I'm not like amazing at it. It's all right. You're a good singer and stuff though, aren't you? No, 
thanks, Julian. That means a lot coming from you, No, no you <laughs> told me that. I've not heard you. Oh, right. <laughs> it's true. No, you I go around are, you the are, though, circuit not singing. Why does it mean I'm a lot? Right, yeah. Why does that mean a lot coming from Julian? It's not, I, it's not Simon Cowell. I, I just haven't seen anyone. I've got a T-shirt on. <laughs> I don't actually... see other people. <laughs> I suppose, And you're, yeah. very, so, you're very smart as well, aren't you? Like, <laughs> academically. <laughs> like you, I bet you got A's in your GCSEs, didn't you? Yeah, he's an A stars and in my A levels. A degree? Yeah. Did you guys get a degree? Yeah, I, I got. Why are you asking me this? I didn't realise that was on the podcast. <laughs> this is a job <laughs> interview. <laughs> yeah, I was going to looking say. for someone to do our admin. <laughs> 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 and are you a team player? We need to be this. We've got quite a large chunk of uh, bounce back loan money. We need to, <laughs> to employ someone. We need to filter back into the system. <laughs> I imagine it's going to be like Brewster's millions where I've just got to spend it as quick yeah. as I can by a exactly. certain day. I reckon I'd be good at that. Yeah, I've, 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 um, I don't know if you've ever, have you, have you, have you had proper jobs? Before? Yeah, right. sadly, yes. I am. Um, Te- weren't job. you a teacher? I yeah, I was, a, yeah, I was a teacher. I was. I worked in advertising. I worked in a Toby Carvery. I oh, worked that in is, a pub. That third one is. Yeah. <laughs> that's an it, odd it, one of the three. I worked in a media company, and I was in the accounts department. And we used to do that thing where, at the end of each year, there'd always be like every department would have a surplus of budget in certain things, and it was our job to basically spend it. Because if it didn't get spent, then head office would take that out of next year's budget. So we just come get... back to the office drunk. Yeah. Job oh, done, boss. Every, what did you buy? Mate, every December. Every December. No, we used to often treat ourselves to a lot of office Actually bought prostitutes. Equipment. Yeah, so... bought them as humans, human trafficking. <laughs> but every December, like and obviously we had to do it, but we didn't we couldn't let the other departments know what we were doing because we were doing it. It was legal, but we shouldn't really been doing it. And what we should have theoretically It's unethical, was, man. So, yeah, it's unethical. We should have told the departments like three months before that you're going to come in under budget. If you want to spend that money, spend it now. But instead, we'd just let it work. We'd work ourselves up into like December and go, right, we've got like thousands that we need to get rid of. So what we'd do is we'd always just pimp out our office every December. We'd get new chairs. We'd get new everything. Oh, nice. So we'd have all big swanky like swivel chairs. So what, with every was other... it, an, what was it a, the um, a limited company or like a PLC, was it? It was a big, it was a, it was a big corporation, yeah. They, we, their head office was in uh, Milan and we were the London office. So I wonder who, yeah. It's got. I mean, okay. it's fine now. The London office is actually shut now, so I, I, this isn't going to come back to but haunt It anyone. probably looked great when it closed. I think uh, that's what the government yeah. do with like when they spend money on like roadworks and stuff. Like they have to hit yes. a budget or they get less the next year. Of so they yeah, local so they councils. stick a few traffic cones on the motorway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I hate it. It's always in like March and April time as well, and you can just never get anywhere. Yeah. yeah got to spend that money or you don't get it but it, it was like we so we had some years it was like brewster's millions where we just had so much money to spend like we'd, we'd literally be going out for just like three course meals every lunchtime just the five of us and just treating ourselves every day coming back to the office pissed like julian even mentioned like and we were just doing it and everyone thought fucking well, you know, they're having a fun month and it was like we're <laughs> trying to just keep the accounts your, department work, guys. <laughs> yeah, we're doing this for you next year <laughs> Um, but it was lovely. It was, it was that weird. It was a fun job. That it was, you know, it wasn't. I didn't love the work, but it was. I, I worked in a nice environment with cool people. So it was, you know, I don't have one of them. It wasn't one of them jobs where you just dread going in. I just dreaded the work portion. <laughs> 
Yeah, mm. I dreaded the Toby Carvery every time I went in there. Oh, that I'm was, not surprised. It was a real low. And I know some people go absolutely mental, like they love Toby Carvery. Honestly, on a Sunday, there were queues coming yeah. out of the Carvery. And I would just be in there, like literally dripping in sweat because you're working around like hot meat all day long. And not even the good kind. How would you describe a Toby Carvery <laughs> to a non-Brit? Because I think that's such an English It's like thing. a big buffet, yeah. isn't it? It's, it's a big, like a it's buffet. A big, it's like a roast, roast dinner meat. Like buffet, yes. Yeah, but you're only allowed a certain amount of meat. The rules of the carvery are <laughs> that you can't... You can keep going back up for vegetables. For vegetables, you? but you can... Yeah. You, like, once you've got your meat, who's that's mon- it. Uh, that's who's your monitoring meat. this? Is there a monitor? Well, it was meant to be me, but I didn't give a shit because it was yeah. a horrendous job. But also, I think I, I think we're all meant to monitor the meat thing. It was just an awful job. You smelled like gravy from... Like, the smell of gravy in your hair was just so entrenched. I quite like that. that. Yeah, well... <laughs> I sprayed it on everything. <laughs> I used to go in the into the kitchen and cut off a slice of bread and go and dip it into a gigantic pot like that of gravy. Yes. I did used to do that because, you know, because I'm a dirty bitch. But it was <laughs> <laughs> like that wasn't a thing. That wasn't what everyone was doing. I just ha- you had to have a perk of the job. Yeah. Um, once Shane from Boyzone. Shane, Shane from Boyzone. Which yeah, one he came Shane? to the Carvery. Shane was the um, tall one, wasn't he? Shane was the one. tall, tattooed one. Yes, and he was married yeah. to that girl from Eternal. He came into the Carvery, and Who's... it was the best day of my life. Which Louise Eternal? Redknapp? Um, no, not Louise Redknapp. Um, one of the other ones from Eternal. Was it Esther? Or what, the, the, the lead Esther? singer? The lead singer. I think he was married to her. Was or one of the other fit. ones. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, well I done remember. him. I always get them mixed up with the... Um, Lisa Left Eye. Oh, All Saints. Yeah. <laughs> what were the other ones? Lisa Left Eye. Um, Don't go t- change chasing waterfalls. Yes. Is- what did Eternal? What was Eternal's big hit? Um, Don't let go, cause we're just a step. Not that, see, you all built up my singing then. I take that shit. back from earlier. I'll, yeah, I'll, touch, I'll touch it up in post. I didn't <laughs> know you could. I'll, I'll run it over an auto tune. <laughs> I thought you I was really we'll so put that through our Julian system, liked don't worry. <laughs> DJ Bubbles and Slimy J will do a remix of it. Um, but anyway, so uh, it is what day? Let's have, it's the 29th of December, which probably let our listeners know when this was recorded. Um, what have you been doing with you? What did you do for Christmas? I um see so I because I live on my own I um I get to be bubbled uh, yeah. so I didn't have much of a different Christmas I went to my parents like I do every oh, that's year all right, isn't it? um so it's all right I got to basically sort of swan in eat all the food that had been prepared for me drink all their booze and swan out again it was yeah, actually, yeah. it was nice it felt a bit normal obviously we couldn't have everyone there that we wanted to yeah, yeah, yeah. but it was still really lovely I like I mean I'm a very festive person. Um, oh, I don't I'm, know about very, you guys. I'm very festive. I love Are it. Are you? I love Christmas. Like, I get no. excited about it about mid-November Same. and just just it builds. I, I absolutely love it. This year was I did feel this year was slightly different, you know. So we were meant to be going to see my parents, <laughs> oh. um, but you know, my parents are... you're not allowed out. <laughs> just give it a weird. <laughs> It was a global less, pandemic a and a killer virus. We felt different. The corpse you had to tread over in the aisle in Tesco. <laughs> Everyone masked up. But, a um, billion in uh, lockdown. But yeah, my parents went to my aunt's. Cause they're, they're a little bubble. Oh, and uh, my, parents, my parents are old. Like My dad's 82 and he's got lung problems and stuff. So when they put the new rules in, they got a bit like paranoid. And I was a bit, I was going to, I was just, I won't lie. I'm not proud of it. 
I was going to break the rules. I just sort oh, of yeah. do you know, do you know what? what? I think everyone's broken the rules at some point this year. It's fine. I just, yeah, I, I love thought, breaking rules, man. I, I do. Great. But I've actually, you know, I've been relatively good. I've been wearing my mask and that biz. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not somebody who's like anti everything. But with this, I was like, no, you know, this is my parents. I don't reckon my parents have got many Christmases left in them. Do you know what I mean? I know everyone says that you don't. See you want to get the presents while you can. You know <laughs> <what I mean. laughs> Absolutely. But they, is <laughs> it get that brute aftershave while you can. You know, so like I yeah, it's every chance it could be my dad's last Christmas. His health isn't good, you know. And, it, and I know some people would say, well, you've you'd endanger it if you went. But you know, that is a, he doesn't. He didn't really give a shit. A lot but of then, old people would uh, sooner yeah. be sooner die of COVID than loneliness. Yeah. Though, yeah. But yeah, my, my, most of my grandma's friends have been like that. They've just been absolutely just doing whatever what, the dead fuck from they COVID. like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they all died when I went dead. and hugged them. They're all dead. <laughs> I went around coughing. I didn't know I was asymptomatic the until they died. So <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was basically. But we just thought my dad actually was the one who said he because they went to my my aunt's and I thought that was that's like a bit of a mission out the other side of Croydon mm. and stuff. And my dad was like, to get they said they weren't going to be policing it, but he was like, I guarantee they'll be pulling people over on Christmas Day. So he just basically said, you don't want to end Someone up Someone near me, done. apparently so, and it was, I don't know if it's a rumour, but they got fined £10,000 for having 30 people in their house. Really? Oh, that seems a bit much, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, I, I Even what... split between 30. I know. It's a lot I... of money. Yeah, it is actually. I'd be ducking it? at that party if once you tried splitting that bill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be like You'll climbing off the balcony. You'd have been loaded if you just kept the bounce back loans. You could have seen whoever you wanted. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so but so you saw your parents and then yeah. now what you just are you your home now for? Just home. It's so I'm actually really bored. Like I feel like a lot of people started like a project. I've got friends who have been like writing a book. Yeah. Or yeah. another friend who's like writing a play. Or like I've got mates who are like, I'm writing my next Edinburgh show. I'm like, what what about? Like, also, what's not just what about you? for what Edinburgh. Like, I don't think Edinburgh's yeah. gonna be happening next year properly. Absolutely not. So I They're think just it's bored, I think. Really, like, you know, right, yeah, right. Over show a million people have been vaccinated now, so isn't I mean, isn't that the big news we're all waiting for? It is. But it's like the vaccine's to... out. Yeah. Oh, you're going to lockdown. It's yeah. Like, There's so many people. That's sort of changing their tune. There's a few, a few like travel companies have even said that even a vaccine won't mean you, like they're saying you'd still have to quarantine when you go to countries and like, it's all a bit up in the air. I don't think this vaccine's as hot, as much hot it's as shit. It's just a shambles. Just a damn shambles. Basically, this I'm is just like. just going to get all the free vaccines. I... Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this is what would happen if they just left it to like us to organise. Like yes. it feels like it's just like some random people who don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, just be just making up rules randomly. Well, exactly. Because we forget. I think we often forget that politicians are just normal yes. fuckwits who've been elevated. Like I know somebody's in a in a WhatsApp group of Matt Hancock. <laughs> like this is true. Whoa. And, What's uh, the group for? It's for their local area. Just big dick guy <laughs> popping yeah. up every know, other every other message. Basically, I know somebody who lives on a, on his street, so it's like the load the wow. street one for like bins and like sort of neighbourhoods watch stuff. You'd be constantly in there asking him questions, wouldn't you? You'd be well, apparently it's a bit Matt like, Hancock. It's but it's very like it's almost there's a zero politics chat like rule on it because you know he'd be getting some he's shit muted, in imposed it. by Matt Hancock. I reckon he's muted it currently, but before it before <laughs> it all kicked off, apparently he was just a normal, boring, annoying <laughs> sort of bloke. Like just you know he's, he was involved in all the sort of street admin and. You know, we forget that they're just. I think, even though I think he's mm. a knob, and like I think he's so out of his depth and terrible at his job. 
we forget that the reason he's probably all of those things is because he is out of his depth. He's just a fucking idiot who's got <laughs> I mean, a job that is you impossible. You get the job and then you're thrown into like a global pandemic. It's definitely yeah. a fucking headache. I yeah, bet. it's not what I he mean, expected. He comes yeah. across as very, very annoying and fake. Yeah, though, all of he? a lot of them do. And it's like Boris. People like I know some people have sympathy for Boris. I don't have sympathy for him. He's wanted that job his no. whole life, a job that he's totally not cut out for, and that we've known that forever. And he's got the job now and it's fucked. And it's like, he must hate it on a daily basis. And they can't go on telly or go on an interview and say, we fucking don't know. We're fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. have to sound like they, they, they know say, and, and, what yeah, they're, they're doing. And that's <laughs> how to go, it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really stressed out. You don't understand. If I've got no idea. Like them more, but I, think, just... I think it would humanise them. But we but, need to have, well, people need to have faith that they know what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, they yeah. need Absolutely. leaders and they have to kind of pretend that they do, I guess. Well, that's it. You need a managerial. That's why I think Boris is such a mess. He doesn't feel managerial at all, innit? I can't listen to him. He takes so long to say a word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. to get a whole sentence out. You can watch it for five minutes. I've forgotten what the start of the sentence was. Yeah. I just, it doesn't feel managerial at all. Not like, at all. And I think people have really, like, even the people that voted for him and always been fans yeah. of him, because he just seems like a bit of a normal bloke, you know what I mean? You go for a pint with him, those sort of people that vote for a politician. But now it's life or death. It's like, oh shit, we've got They've the realised, oh, because it's fine. Yeah, it's fine when he's in the sort of the, the arena of politics because it's yeah. a bit of a, it feels like a breath of fresh air, but you can't put that fucking guy in charge, man. No. You know I mean, you need, you need a psychopath, essentially. You need that sort of Blair, Cameron yeah. types, you know, Thatcher, like, even though I don't, I disagree with most of them in, on lo everything, but, you know, they still looked like they knew what they were doing. Yeah, I agree. But you so, need yeah. a cold, a stone cold iron bitch in yeah. charge just to get shit yeah. done. Well, or just, you know, you'd rather, yeah, you'd rather, you just need someone who literally will go like, let them die. <laughs> just at some point. They die. They die. Look at Dolph Lundgren out of Rocky Four, mate. <laughs> if they die, they die. Go back to work. <laughs> yeah, it's just I don't think that but that thing with the fact that we didn't the lockdown, the Christmas lockdown, the fact that apparently the reason it was so last minute was Boris didn't want to tell people. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's oh not, yeah, but I am but I feel that. You can't procrastinate that, can you? No, because it's you, uncomfortable. You but like, I feel that you know you've got to tell someone like some yeah, bad news. Yeah, yeah it, it's very like, human, but want, but he's the prime it. minister, isn't he? It's like yeah. Yeah. you know you can't afford to be like have the same insecurities yeah, as everyone else. Certain no, jobs you've got the best job in England. <laughs> yeah, you're not allowed to put it off. Like there's other jobs you could put it off. Most jobs you can yeah. put something off a couple of days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't tell them about the redundancies yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, but in his case, yeah. I mean, I'd I'd be a I'd be worse than Boris. That's a fact. I mean, what would you have done? What would you have done? <laughs> Just in case anybody wasn't aware, <laughs> they're doing a much better job than I. I what would are you do. talking about? You're doing you do a great job. What would you do? I know. But starting from now, what would, I would your plan be? I would um, monitor how many people are dying from lockdown, and put those figures out too. And then, yeah, and then because I think the government get blamed for covid deaths but they don't get blamed for lockdown deaths yes so i think that they're protecting they're playing politics a little bit on that yeah, yeah, yeah i'm running for office 
<laughs> you don't ever call it that in England. You're running for office. No, no. Well, yeah, I think you no. can use it. It's a, I want to a... be the president of England. <laughs> <laughs> want to be the the Führer. <laughs> um, but so... I think yeah. So I think that they're protecting COVID deaths, but there's a lot of deaths from lockdown, isn't there? Alcohol, domestic violence goes up, child yeah. abuse goes up. And That's just the, in my house. You know, you've got to factor in the prospective deaths caused by unemployment. It's know, a hard one to quantify, I guess, though. Isn't it's it? hard to, but... you've got to project. I think you've got to get some fucking economist expert who knows what they're doing, just to give you a rough idea of like, how many people are we going to, Oh, are going to be fucked after this because you've got to think about that when you're thinking of policy. All the jobs, I mean, people died because of, I mean, in the financial crash in the 20s, people were jumping off of buildings. I mean, people do, the, the higher the unemployment rate goes, the suicide rate goes yeah, up yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah. Because yeah. 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 they're pussies, not really. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just be, be skint, mate, innit? Yeah, yeah <laughs> just be skint, you fucking wimp. <laughs> I've been trading my whole childhood for it. Don't worry about it. I've got, I've got this. I feel like comedians are doing all right because we've all been so used to being completely skint at certain points in our lives. Yeah. But all my friends who are comics are like, I'm all right, I'm just not really buying anything. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, all yeah, my yeah. friends who aren't comics are losing their fucking minds. Yeah, yeah. Because they can't, you know, get their new kitchens and their nice holidays. Yeah, yeah. 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 They can't go on their three holidays this year. And yeah. also, also, I do think, you know, actually this idea of everyone just being at home constantly... You know, I think a lot of people who work like normal jobs think this is their dream. So just, they when you they find out you're a comedian or something, they're like, oh, it must be great in it. Just do what you want around the house all day. Yeah. Like, actually, home. it can be. You know, it takes effort. It takes a lot of practice to be good at it and to not literally. And there's sit no around sick in pay, is there? There's no holiday pay. No. Like, it's no. So it's uh, you know it's yeah yeah. I suppose in most sole trader businesses or limited businesses is the same, isn't it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you know, that, that it's not. I think a lot of people who were furloughed or whatever, given, given within a, within five weeks, they'll just be bored out of their minds sitting at home. If I yeah, was working in a job though, and I've got eighty yeah, exactly. percent of my wages to stay at home, that would be the biggest result. It I would. Ever wish for. But if you're somebody, if you're somebody whose what job is something like yeah, proper like people who like have a job that is their purpose and their drive, mm, putting yeah, them people yeah. just at home, then people who've thought oh, I could, I'd love a break, guarantee within a couple of months, were like oh, I just want to go back to work and have some yeah, purpose yeah. in my day. It make them appreciate going to work when it when it comes back round. Not everyone, obviously. Some <laughs> people hate their jobs and they would have loved yeah. it much more. But I do think some people need a purpose to their day. Not like comedians. We're good at being totally pointless. I can do nothing. <laughs> Just laying all day horizontal like for loads. seventeen hours yeah. flat. Yeah. We're like, good at you, pottering. Yeah, definitely. We're quite good at pottering, like just doing a thing, but the thing means nothing and it doesn't achieve any yeah, result. Yeah, yeah. Like and making everything in a line aligned on your desk. Yeah. yeah. I saw oh, that my essential oils the other day. Oh, it felt yeah, like it took the whole morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have a week off after that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah, it was done. But it's you know, it's that thing of the amount of time we spend in hotel rooms and that and like you know, you sometimes oh, in a boring. city and the weather's shit, and you're in a hotel room basically for four, three days. Mm. Yeah, and you it just you make the time pass. It's actually relatively easy. Some people it would be like a prison sentence, wouldn't it? Whereas you're just like, I'll just, you know, I'll just mooch around the room a bit, yeah. have a bath. Um, Nineteen years ago today, <laughs> I, that was when I was in prison. Nineteen years ago today. Yeah. Were you in prison? Oh, yeah. Only for murder. 
Julian's on, se- <laughs> Julian's on the sex offenders register. We're not told. We're meant to tell every guest in advance. That's why we have to do it over Zoom now. <laughs> so I sit a bit close to the guests. Um, we've talked. Yeah, we talked I, about I it. I actually think that before. makes you hotter. That makes you more attractive to me. That's how fucked up I am. See, Peter. Yeah. Just, it's like, did you do something dreadful? Oh, brilliant! Come on, sit with me. <laughs> you, you, you write to me in prison. That whole. Concept. Oh yeah, I. Oh, that is. I. Fucking those women that like write to people in prison and then marry them straight away. Yeah. I find them absolutely fascinating. Like, totally. how I think the women start? like like a bit of danger, don't they? They like well, a obviously, bit of... yeah. yeah. But yeah. Should, this is I was I was about to say like that whole like that old stereotype of women liking a bit of rough or a bit of you know that hmm. there's surely there's a line. If it's somebody who's in prison for yeah. multiple counts of murder, you're like I think I think that makes yeah, it more it... so though. I don't know because there's a difference between like always oh, a bit dangerous because he like I don't know. Oh, he's gonna murder my mum. <laughs> or like always oh, gonna like kill my whole family. It seems yeah. too dangerous to, to be hot anymore. I think oh, yeah, I do. Well, th- you, I think there's a prison, line. Julian. Were you seriously in prison? It wasn't. I'm very se- It wasn't anything sexual. It wasn't. Uh, that's uh, uh, that's where he picked up those bad yeah. habits. That's where. I picked, <laughs> <laughs> that's where the bad things happen. <laughs> It was for um. What was it for again? I've forgotten. I know I've heard all the prison I forget stories. actually. It was, was so it, long was ago. Was it being a thief? No, it was being drunk. Oh, it was being drunk. That was it. Um, oh God, yeah. Right, the doctor it, at the station. And it was only uh, brief, wasn't it? It was what? Fourteen days. Fourteen days. I mean, oh, that's know. like a holiday. That's like a little break. Exactly. Just a getaway. It was lovely. Um, <laughs> is it true? Sorry to. We go back to sex offenders, but somebody told me the other day that are you meant? Can they it... get your internet history? <laughs> no. um, is, is it true if they move into an area, they have to inform everyone in the area or in in a certain radius? That no, I've no, I that, don't think don't the know. public can. The public can't find because I've tried looking where my kids live. If there's any, you can't get hold of the register. I only okay. look. I mean, I weren't like intent on looking, but <laughs> I just was curious. Yeah. And, um, but the place... find some old friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah just, some, wanted, of old, some of the old prison crew. I wanted to get reading. someone in my bubble who would be worth it. You know. Yeah. What I mean? Let's get the band back together. <laughs> <laughs> we're making a comeback. Um, I actually worked on a prison once. We were doing we were doing roofing. And I was the labourer when I was like 18 and it was on Rochester prison. And it was all these prisoners near where we're working, like coming up, chatting to me and that. And, and I said to the guy, and after I spoke to them, I got to know them a little bit. They were fucking weird prisoners. I thought they might have had mental health issues. And then after, afterwards, the the screw, the guard came over to me and he said, don't talk to them. They're they're segregated from other prisoners because they're all the pedos and stuff. God, One of them was coming up to me. Because I only looked about 14, so I, we were like roofing in the sun. <laughs> we had like they our were like tops off on and you that. in prison. And, and um, oh, so we had our god. tops off and stuff. And, oh, uh, god. But I had to go of oh, the, um, there was this like, um, like tractor thing that we, me and my mate Ricky, like, had a little go of on our lunch break, and I drove it through the greenhouse by accident. Oh, we just couldn't control it. But we had our tops off, and I got the body of a god. And they were like, <laughs> <laughs> but one of them was saying to me, Where do you live? I'm going, oh, I live in Greenwich. Yeah, should, just oh my god. That, that god <laughs> is Buddha, one of them little fat Buddhas. <laughs> <laughs> the one with the 18 arms. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was weird, man. 
just chatting to these people. One of them was like in prison for like 38 years and stuff. Oh, wow. That's well, good. Time. Yeah. No, no, um, yeah. So, oh, yeah, so, that, so that person was wrong then. So the person who told me, that, yeah, you've got, you've got to inform people in the area that if you move in. Because I genuinely was like, how come I've never got that knock? Surely one's moved yeah. near me at some point. One well, said, what are you doing in our area? <laughs> <laughs> you meant to tell us. <laughs> I've got your name here on the register. Is Cole there? Yes, miss. Because <laughs> um, no, obviously, I presume... Who, who are, I reckon estate agents must be able to see it. So obviously you couldn't buy a house next to a school if you're... Unless you've got an injunction on you. But I think I don't think estate agents would get to know. I think that it's what on if, how, you. What if there's, what if you, what if there's a house you, that overlooks no. a, a school playground? Surely that can't that, be... Well, then you could get in trouble if, you're, if you've got an injunction or a restraining order against right. being like a mile from a school. It's on you. So okay. you could get arrested and be put in... I reckon there's quite serious consequences to that. Yeah, because okay. it wouldn't just be in the hands of the estate agents to protect us all from sex offenders. <laughs> They're the last like, line of defence we've got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't give a shit. They want they their sale. Yeah. Only people, people. Only people protect us against pedos are just like guys in shiny suits. We've got a nice BMWs. flat here for you, um, <laughs> Fred West. It's just, just really, overlooking this school. Really hip-looking Asian guys with like there's some, side partings. <laughs> there's some sexy schools, very local, and. Uh, <laughs> Some swimming baths just to the left. Um, yeah. I always think right. about swimming baths, though, like pedos going there. That's what I mean. Like, I thought. You always think about that. Always. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, if you've ever listened to an episode of this, I don't think it's on our, it's on our minds a lot, weirdly. <laughs> I'd say pound for pound, we talk about pedophiles more than any other podcast. And there's Two probably podcasts devoted wow, to it. Um, but we're just, you know, we're just trying to, we're not trying to just. We're trying know. to keep the keep the world clean, a better, make it a exactly. better place. Make it a better place. Awareness. Oh, thanks, guys. We're, raising, we're raising awareness. <laughs> um, what? Well, yeah, swimming. Yeah, you're allowed to just, go, yeah, because you don't get checked if you go swimming. I've never been asked, are you on a register? Yeah. <laughs> Thank <laughs> God. <laughs> the speedos, the speedos you wear, I, I'd fucking ask you. Yeah, they just assume when I walk in. To be honest, they don't need you to ask. Get out the pool like like a shark's in it. <laughs> I think if paedophiles go swimming, they should be made to wear shark fins. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm just fascinated by law, I suppose. I'm fascinated by, like, what happens to, you know... Because it is that thing, you know, you hear about these Scandinavian countries where it's all a bit hippie and, like, they welcome them back into the community after they've been rehabilitated. Like a big party for them when they get released. That feels like it would tie in more with my ethos of life but also at the same time that now i've become a dad i'm like i don't want any living next to my oh, daughter you know what i mean you look at my kid i'll fucking kill oh, you no, but i think that's that's quite typical like i think that i i would say i'm very like left-wing like hippy dippy got my fucking crystals and all of this until it comes, it comes to, to immigrants down at dover with an air rifle <laughs> shooting their lilos yeah. <laughs> just picking them off <laughs> I've got like that like with the police and with criminals I just feel like I've just become really right wing I was like no just lock them all away it's funny isn't it like what age are you 
I'm only 35. I mean, that's about right, though. I think mid-30s is when it, it all starts to... Well, you start, you start to, to just hate everyone. Well, you start to ease into middle age. I think you've just... You almost lose patience with divs, you know what I mean? I think you just... You just go, oh, you know what I mean? I've put my years into being nice you and become a bit more liberal. practical and stuff. I, I think guess. you have to, yeah, you yeah. accept the world for what it is a bit more than. It's prior. a tricky one, the pedo one, isn't it? Because they are, <laughs> they are born like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a yeah, lot I mean, of them. Oh, totally. They've I suffered think, a, yeah. and I think it's, it's like, a... but, but still, they're a, they're the biggest danger to to the to public kids. and to. Yeah, to, oh yeah, it's kids, isn't it? Oh yeah, kids, not <laughs> everyone. Kids. <laughs> They're not picking up so old it's people. Like, and they can't be cured. Well, I mean, so I suppose like... there's the argument, isn't it? Like, if uh, I, presu- I, I agree, I think it is a mental health problem. So it needs to be, there needs to be more research into it as a, you know, how, what is, what's the, where has it come from? What's caused it in that person? And what can you do to and at the same help time, rehabilitate yeah, them we... back into society so they're not a threat? That has to be, a, that has to be a possibility. Otherwise, what are we doing? You know what I mean? That's... I think that's why it's such a quandary, isn't it? Because like you're liberal, you want your forgiveness and, you know, like rehabilitation. But when it comes to that, they can't be, I don't think. So yeah, it's like, ah, oh, shit, should we just burn them all? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like you yeah. turn into, like, Hitler. <laughs> yeah, my, my... just gas them all in a big chamber? It's one or the other. We need to either help them out or just my, chuck uh, them yeah, in, I don't, in a I think once I, I think the ones that are paedophiles that kill themselves <laughs> or don't commit any crimes are the heroes we need to applaud. <laughs> okay. I'm glad we got to the bottom wow. of it. Wow, good. <laughs> oh, God. It's not Maybe what I really think, but I, I don't know what I think. I don't know why you've... Um, I'm sorry that you had to come on for this one, Carly. Yeah, it's really pedo-centric, <laughs> like more than anything I've ever done. Yeah, it is. I feel it's like... really made me think we talk about pedos way too much. I, I do don't know think why. we do, you know. I don't I know don't... why. You're, you're so fascinated. I can just see, by, like, the look on your faces. You, you, your it's face such a quandary. Up. It's such a dilemma in society, isn't it? I think normally it's been... The, the, I think over, over the time of doing this podcast, normally Julian loves a pedo joke. And I find them very uh, funny, but I think as I've become a parent, I do genuinely think I've become more interested in sort of the oh sh- the shit they are out there. You know, I don't think yeah, I'm not yeah, yeah. worried about well, like I don't I'm not reading the Daily Mail thinking there's pedos everywhere, but like you know, suddenly you just think oh shit, hang on a sec, I've now got a child that is vulnerable to the world yeah. when she goes to mm. school when she's a, a young lady, whatever you know. I've I've now sort of suddenly just got to start, I suppose, being more aware of things in the world for her not just myself there is that yeah i do worry about so i think that's it i've now i think i've joined julian and just obsessing about (laughs) (laughs) all we think about because there was a there was a kid when my son was younger there was a guy on the estate and he said they're having a big water fight and he said do you mind if i squirt your son with a water pistol (laughs) (laughs) do you mind if i take my trousers off and wrestle your son (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but he wanted to like play with them uh, in the water he was one of the kids dads and his kid is disabled and like and he kind of heart goes out to them didn't you and like and it did occur to me why would it, the fact that he asked me like, i don't know just sit i just you think like, that that's seems what, pervier? i don't know yeah almost like yeah a little bit like so i don't know just... but th- th- there's nothing wrong with a guy probably but it just occurred to me that's when I Google to look in the register and that, but you right. can't. 
you can't um, get hold of it. I suppose like, you could that the the danger of putting that online that anyone could look at would be vigilante justice, wouldn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah. And I'm like polite. I went, yeah, of course you can, and went back in. <laughs> I don't want to be. I mean, I don't want to be rude. Yeah. <laughs> or confrontation, especially with the neighbour. Exactly. Um, because you were a teacher, so obviously, did you? You know, none of the schools you were at, Carly, ever had any. Because like we, we had actually, one, we had one we, teacher at school. who was a wrong, and and we did at one of the schools I worked at. Actually, after I'd left, it transpired that one of the teachers was found with like oh. kidney corn on his laptop. So, oh god! Yeah. God. So I was quite really gross. Yeah. Yeah. So I was glad that I left that school when I did. Um, <laughs> that's the main thing that, that you, you didn't have to just yeah, let them get, get on with it. <laughs> but this is what I like. I just like put all the paedophiles away from me, yeah, like yeah, even yeah. in the workplace. Just put them all away. It is so easier, I don't have to deal it? with it. No, it was really awful. Um, but I, I imagine that would be, you know, the profession of choice if you, you know, you would gravitate 100%, towards it. 100%, like a and swimming worst, teacher. He was head of. A PE yeah. teacher. He was head yeah. of year seven. It was really gross. Oh, what's year seven? 11 years old? Yeah. He's 12. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Eleven year old boys. Oh, oh, um, anyway, sorry. Yeah, that's, sorry, that's I brought the tone down with my real no, story. Not at all. I think we, we very much <laughs> set Julian the likes it in theory, but, but not not when you hear the truth. <laughs> the, the reality. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, let's talk about something. Oh, that, that's something we were talking about before we hit record was um, you do you do a um, is it do you do it as a, a show online or is it, yeah I do it as like a live stream. But um, do you release it as a podcast as well? No, I want to, but um, I'm just really shit at tech. So, right. but basically, uh, you, yeah, you do a show about tarot card reading, and we were discussing yeah. this before we hit record because I'm, I am, I've got a tarot set, but I don't believe okay. in tarot card reading. Do you ever I, use them? No, well, no. When I bought them, I thought what I wanted you to just do, play I play thought... blackjack with them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll just try and do them card ninja tricks for <laughs> watermelons. But uh, I basically. Uh, I, I bought them just out of, I, did, I was in a shop. There's a shop near me that sells candles and hippie shit, like incense. I love those stuff. shops. And I love them as well. It's a really cool one in Harlesden. So I always buy my sort of incense and that there. Mm. And basically I saw a deck of tarot cards that looked really nice. They looked really cool design. So I thought, I'll have them. It'll be a nice thing. So it's a, it's a good coffee table thing, isn't it? So yeah. I bought them and I then thought, I might as well just have a look. So I bought a book about how to do the readings. Mm. And I just for a laugh about two weeks after i'd started reading the book i was i had a barbecue and we we're all shit-faced me and all mates and my set my mates saw them and the book i went oh can you do tarot readings i went yeah i can i couldn't i'd literally just <laughs> like yeah thumb my way through the book and i just went yeah i can do it and i totally blagged it and just did one just made it all up based every card that we turned over and uh and i gave him this he reading that really i bet it was true out. Yeah. Well, he basically he was properly like I did it to two people at the party actually. One of them was comedian Chris Martin, and he was really like my mate, my other mate. I really nailed, but Chris was de- like definitely like oh, fucking hell, man. This is like yeah, that's really yes, yeah, really what, I, what I'm like. And basically, I was just blagging it. It was pure. Were just, you just going really general with stuff? But a bit, but I also because I know them as well. That's so the thing. When you know someone, you guess very... their name. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but no, but it was like sort of. I just did it with pure pissed bravado and just blagging and you know just doing that sort of quite general observations about their personality and things that they're worried about and just things that i suspected 
and it's I, really just, easy to do though yeah the cards but it, I, know, but I didn't know literally all about general life well that's what i mean everyone so. goes through why don't time, you so. do uh, why don't you do us now have you got i'll do you now yeah yeah let's do it give me a second do Carl first. <laughs> <laughs> I, hope yours, I hope yours is really bad, Judy. <laughs> Grass Carl up, please. Because, <laughs> um, well, yeah, Julie's I was going to get the paedophile card over and over. <laughs> the whole if you start a sentence with Julian, your There's internet. living in your area. It says his here, your internet history. <laughs> I'm just going to log off. <laughs> So the way that I use the cards, I don't really use them like to predict the future. I wow. use them more like a to tool for introspection. The past. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I don't really think they predict anything, but I think no. they give you something to think about. Well, this is it. I've, I've, I sort of, I know some people are well into them, uh, but I, mm. I, when I, I, what I learned from just having a set and reading the book, and it just felt like you're basically giving, yeah, giving the person some thoughts of what you think of them. And it gives yes. them a, a moment of going. Oh, actually, maybe I do do that. So it's yeah. more, it's more psycho. My my ex my ex went to a um, what are they called? Missed it, missed it, or they could predict they like could talk psychic. to the dead. Psychic, oh, like a clairvoyant. Oh, yeah. yeah, about twenty years ago, and I swear to God, it was she nailed it. Right, Lucy came back to me. I had a friend that died of um, lighter fluid when I was thirteen, Andrew. And she came back, and she said Andrew came through. Do you know an Andrew? And I said, what? And she's like, she was going like this. Like he died a lighter gas. Yeah. Wow. And I swear to God, it blew my head off. And he yeah, said, yeah, he watches yeah. me. People are amazing. Yeah. I mean, it was fucking it. And she was only like 10 pounds. It was like ridiculously cheap. <laughs> Sorry, I love the fact that's a part of the story. <laughs> no, but that, I mean, it's not like she was doing it for the money. You know no, I, mean? I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, my sister goes to one regularly. Um, and my sister really believes everything this woman says. And yeah, my yeah. sister genuinely believes more in this random she's literally called mary smith from bromley yeah and my sister believes in what mary I'm smith says more mary than smith like smith. the news yeah, yeah i yeah. quite want to go to mary smith like How much? we could Is go as a group pounds, so no that's... she's really expensive oh, fuck, oh, that right. shit. fuck <laughs> mary that smith shit. i hate that bitch um <laughs> <laughs> don't say <laughs> like, that she'll, she'll know she'll know you said oh, it. she already knows uh, I'm, I'm, so I'm a bitch am i <laughs> <laughs> If she did that, I would be like, please take my money. Have it yeah. all. Next, next time your friend sees her, your friend's going to call you when she comes out and goes, did you call Mary a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just don't like all of that because I feel like it's people preying on um, yes. grieving people. Yeah, I did yeah, see, yeah. I did see um, a psychic at a festival once. Again, I was just, I was a bit pissed and it was like this sort of gypsy psychic lady. And I just thought, this is going to be whoppers, right? And um, I just did it for a laugh and me and my wife went, she went in first and I went in second. And um, she, like, I, some of the stuff she said was actually, I found very interesting. I was like, okay, okay, there's some nice things here. And at one point, she just stopped and went to me, you, you got, you do, you've got some, you, you're psychic, aren't you? To me. And I went, what? She goes, you're psychic, right? And I was like, no. And then she just asked me a few things that do you ever have this there? And I was like, she's just basically. This is blowing smoke up my ass to make me walk out and go. She said, "I'm psychic." <laughs> now I just, I, I genuinely was like, she says it to everyone. And I asked Hannah, I was like, "Did she say that to you as well?" And she went, "No." Why would she say that to me? And it's like, I was like, "Oh my god, maybe I am psychic." <laughs> it was like such a little fucking thing that got in my head. I was like, I reckon she does it to one in five people. You're there. The next year, I go and you're there in the tent, <laughs> dressed in a fucking <laughs> belly dancer's outfit. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, right. I've got, I've, got, I've got to blow my nose quickly. <laughs> You've got to blow your nose. I can um, hear you, though, because I've got headphones on. Okay, Carly, you can do my tarot quickly then, I think. Let's do it. My, my, in, I will. My internet's a bit unstable. That's all right. Right, I'll tell you what. I'll shuffle the cards, and you just say when, when like the energy strikes you. Go, go. When? Okay, go. Um, I'll, you, I'll just pull. I'll just pull your cards off the top. All just right. Pull the cards off the top. Okay. So your first card here is the five of wands. I know it's a podcast, so I'll describe. I'll describe the cards. Um, basically, it's those of people video on Patreon dot so As a. <laughs> oh yeah, great. It, Definitely get this. Get this. Get the Patreon. It's nice artwork. I like the, I like the artwork on these cards. Yeah, I quite like the medieval ones. This is the Rider Waite deck. Um, they were designed by this amazing woman called Pamela Coleman Smith, who's yeah. like this like black lesbian spiritual kind of avant garde type in the Victorian times, and she was never credited for the deck. It's called for the Rider Waite deck. But now lots of <laughs> for being just a woman, I think. Um, <laughs> but yeah, she's really cool. Props for that. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Are you more into the tarot now, Julia? Now that you know that the lesbians. Well into it But yeah, this is a card about um, feeling conflicted. Generally, with it, it, I would say generally within your career sphere or like your projects, your passion projects. Yes. Um, it's a card about feeling very conflicted. Um, Cole's going to burst out within crying. yourself about that. Oh, I am thinking of dropping Julia from the podcast. Just... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to tell it. <laughs> Hopefully one of your cards is that you're fired if I can't. <laughs> your fire card. If she does mine, it just says bye. <laughs> just says one vegan idiot. There are um, there are a couple of cards, but they're a bit like just about walking away oh, from it. Really? So I don't know. But yeah, it's just about, it's about conflict. It's about feeling conflicted within yourself. Yes. It could be like a literal conflict you're having with someone. Yeah. Like maybe who you um, are working on a project with, but I think right. generally for me that's like a kind of inner okay. conflict and just okay. not feeling yourself. Yes. So, yeah, that was me <laughs> being a psychic. Do you agree? Uh, I suppose. At a minute, I think a lot of comedians again would be feeling like because comedy's not really happening. You're thinking yeah. about other ideas. Should I do this? Should I do that? So that is, I'd say, an accurate description of yeah. my current feelings on my career. Oh, sorry, Carl. To- no, it's fine. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say it in that tone. Actually, I meant more yeah, to just. Do the cat tarot's now? Is that alright? I think we've had enough. Yeah. I genuinely, I just, I think I just gave the. I, I was actually that saying that in a sense of that was a correct assessment. So. But I yeah, just pulled yeah. the next card, and you've got the Ace of Wands, which I always think looks like a man holding a massive penis. It does look. Oh like yeah. Um, this one needs to have got a massive like penis. Is that what it is? Cool. <laughs> this means correct. that you really want to hold a massive penis. <laughs> yeah, it means you've got, you really also want to hold correct. a massive penis. Yeah, okay. Um, but no, this is about later. inspiration striking. Yes. So um, creative ideas. So, yeah. Cool. If you're feeling conflicted, just wait for the universe to hand you a massive penis. Is, That's uh, it. Is what I would That's say. Right in <laughs> Just gently lick it. <laughs> That's your advice because you can read the tarot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think you should be. Should just cup the balls and just work the. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> just work the hood. The hood. The hood. Jesus. I've never Jesus called it. Christ. Hood. It's fine. It's fine. I hate. I hate that. Right. Yeah, that is horrible. Um, I'm really upset about that. Next card, <laughs> or we doing June? No, it's not, no, I could do another card. Let's do one more and then we'll do three. I was trying to pass it on. (laughs) (laughs) It's really resonating with him deep. No, your next card is this card. It's a straight card. Let's do Julian now. 
This is one of my favorite cards. This is a, a major arcana card. These are like the, sort of the biggies. Like if yeah, you yeah, jump yeah. up, these are more like messages from the universe. They're not like about mundane everyday things. Like, oh, my career. And I feel conflicted. They're yeah. like, can't the universe ideas. just text me? Do you know what I mean? What is it? <laughs> this is a text from the universe. It's okay, telling what's the you. text saying? So this text is, is it's the strength card and it's about yes. having inner strength uh, throughout difficult times. Um, yes. It's about having strength in like a gentle and compassionate and kind way rather yes. than like a sort of so strong kind yeah, of way. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you can see the lady on the card is um, opening the is mouth of the lion there. She is. Yeah, she is. She's hot as fuck. Um, and she's got um, this little uh, sort of, it's Twinkle got it like a lemniscate, lemniscat, the infinity symbol, yeah, the infinity symbol above yeah. her head, um, oh, yeah. which shows sort of strength within your sort of spiritual sphere as well. Oh, someone's buzzing on my doorbell. Just ignore it. What's um, <laughs> that Mary from Bromley. Is that oh, fuck, Mary, Mary kicks your door in. I get in her fucking PJs. <laughs> a fucking bitch, what? Come down here, motherfucker. Oh, <laughs> 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 Like, I'm not answering it. I'm scared. <laughs> you can answer. You can answer it if you want. We can. Uh, we can call. No, it's, I've it. left it too long now. It'll be okay, Amazon. Cool. It'll be Amazon. It will be Amazon. Is yes? Who else comes to my house? To be honest, it's the first episode I think we've done in about four months where I haven't received a delivery. Oh really? <laughs> it. Yeah, it's a real common common practice at the minute. <laughs> So there um, we go. So that's to... about um, strength, inner strength, inner strength, in a compassionate way. And now I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> so that was just to clarify. <laughs> cool. So can we yeah. just re go over this again? I've always said I don't, I am, I'm really into this tarot reader. <laughs> I could have just made all that up. Julia's just going to get three deaths in a row. Yeah. Oh my God. You die right. three times. Julian, say when, when, when the, the next the three gigs. Uh, when, 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 when? <laughs> right, okay, gigs. here we go. Okay, so you had a card that jumped out of the deck, so I always count that. It's just seventeen so, penises. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's a card I'm having a Bukaki New Year's Eve. <laughs> the eight of wands. Oh, going to be on eight the cover penises. of Razzle in front. Eight of wands. Eight of wands. The eight of Julian. wands. Eight of Wands for Julian. Um, other than meaning the eight penises are going to come uh, very near me. to your being. Yeah. Um, this is a card about um, swift movement and swift change, especially within like, Wands are always about like your passions and your projects and your creative um, sort of side. So for me, I was saying Wands. Like I thought you were saying Wands. You're saying Wands. wands. Like Harry Potter wand. Like, yeah, yeah so Wands. There's eight Wands okay. both in the sky. So they're about, this is usually a card about swift change, lots of movement, stuff happening so do it, mate. going from a it. period of sort of stagnation <laughs> to a period of stuff happening this like, card could like, also mean like the phoenix travel, rising but... from the ashes I like yeah that. exactly I like exactly so <laughs> julian likes this right let's have a look okay. next one next one i'll do your three card reading as well You've got the seven of cups so as you can see on this card <laughs> it's gonna this start hitting booze again. Is... <laughs> Get a relapse on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> this is a card about making lots of. You've got lots of different options to choose from, um, oh, and you're thinking like, what? It's kind of like the what the fuck do I do next? And it's about um, not just choices of like sort of material and physical things, but um, like emotional choices. Um, yeah. and do it I can... cry or do I wank? Exactly, crying or wanking. <laughs> or do I do it's, both? It's the big decision we've got to face. Every Every day, all of us. Do yeah. we cry? Do we wank? So yeah, it's a card about choice. Um, it's also a card about. Um, it can kind of mean that you think things are one way, 
but actually they're they're not. There's something different. There's okay. something that's like Julian is deluded. Actually, yeah, <laughs> He's wrong about a lot of stuff. Okay, I will say that as a friend. <laughs> so you think some things are one way, but they're not. But you're they're an not idiot. You're fucked in the head. Julian is, is an idiot. Just to clarify. You are you are dense. You are rather dense. You're and the dunce. next card. But it's like it's the card that's got like. Um, they always on the words associated with is like illusion, like things are an illusion. Like, but isn't everything an illusion anyway? Well, if it is, then I've got that totally fucking <laughs> that's spot a, on. That's, a, um, that's one of the examples of Julian being wrong. <laughs> um, but we're living in last, a matrix. The last card is the moon, which also has a, an element of things are not as they seem. So the moon oh, is know. another major arcana card. So this is like a shout out from the universe to you. Um, it's a card about... Um, Fear, there's some like fear and anxiety there, like an underlying low level kind of like anxious feeling. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you're, stri- you're stripping the layers of the onion yeah. back. I feel so, yeah, sorry. I feel so vulnerable. <laughs> I bet you do that. <laughs> uh, but the, the, the card is saying that when the moon appears um, in tarot readings, it's all, and also there's like water appearing in this card, it's that. And there's a um, lobster there, is it? No, a yeah, the lob. This is a lobster. He's oh. coming out of this little lake, and he's there's a wolf and a dog who are howling at the moon because they're feeling really stressed and anxious. And I always oh. think of the lobster as that kind of like horrible. You know, you're feeling really shit and like anxious and like crap, and that you've got that kind of creeping feeling that something's like something negative is creeping up on you, or something bad's going to happen. That's what that I always think of that lobster as. Um, just that sort What's of thing creeping up behind that? you. What can I do? Um, the solution Help is... Help me, please. <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to solution... throw that out there and that's it. And that's the right. end Thanks of your Thanks for tuning in, everyone. We'll see you next week. <laughs> so you got the fear something bad like is going to happen. It. Anyway, over yeah. to you with the weather. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's just basically to trust your gut feelings and your intuition and to oh, try and fuck. develop yeah, like yeah. that more psychic <laughs> they say that don't they but where's my gut feel like what <laughs> the one before I... was like you're, pro- you're wrong about a lot of stuff you're and wrong next about one's a like trust your gut trust your gut mate you're fucked mate you're always wrong about everything you're completely delusional but trust that and go with it you may as well you've got nothing else to do just stop bugging everyone else I would say for these three cards together, though, it's about um, trying to have a swift change away from this kind of like negative and anxious thing and to yes. actually like pick something like cool. there's too many choices. You feel like, you know, there's too many choices. There's things getting like in the way of you seeing what your options are clearly. Um, cool. And if you use trust your like your inner unconscious self. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, rather than your logical <laughs> brain, you'll find things a lot easier and you'll feel less of a sense of dread inside. Great, keeping thank it, you. Keeping it chipper and perfect. That, so. was, wow. that was fun, actually. That was very fun. I'm going to book um, a therapy good. session. Um, so, <laughs> and Pete, so you do this show online, what, weekly? Oh, hang on. I think Carly's internet's just gone funny right at the end. So my internet's froze, I think. Oh, that's, that's it, that's it, you're back. That's, um, you're back. I'm back, I'm back in the room. Um, I'm I was back saying, in the room, I hope. So you do the, what, you do the show every week every week i basically just read tarot cards for comedians and That's we just fuck around and joke idea. about it and i'm um, doing january the january 10th, you're 10th be on. sunday at 7 p.m let's it's see if by then you put the changes in place that you've been yeah recommended today, oh yeah well usually oh, well. we ask our guests if they've had their tarot read before but it turns out that loads of comedians have had it read by me 
That's one of the things everyone's like, yeah, I have by you. It didn't come true. And you're like, oh, okay. you and I didn't ask for it. The show. You, told me, you told me to give up comedy. With well, you. <laughs> you told me to, that you want to replace me at every gig in my diary. <laughs> when I was first learning, I was taking my cards to like green rooms and like being a right fucking creep about it. I mean, like, hi, could I uh, read your tarot cards? And because comedians are such narcissists and they love hearing about yeah, themselves. Yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah, what, you mean a, is this a subject about me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my favorite subject <laughs> exactly so i'd like write guinea pigs fresh for the picking when i first was learning so yeah it's a, it's a good fun show it's just like fucking around and i do it with um a lovely comedian called sarah isles um oh, yeah, who, know sarah. yeah she's fabulous and she's Great. very into like witchy stuff so she does yes. like lots she knows about how to do like spells and things so um yeah so she's very knowledgeable about well, my wife is called. a bit into witchy stuff and again it's that thing it's easy to just think oh this is all bollocks but then now and again just like something will happen you're like oh, okay there's weird sh- I, cause I you know i'm a i believe in hippie stuff like energies and all that but mm. i think when it gets to the point of doing a spell i'm like i'm out <laughs> so that's enough for me thank you i have to say though but um, sometimes I'm sure she'll do stuff that i'm like oh, right. i'm sure she wouldn't mind me telling the story so i didn't believe in spells i thought it was all yeah. a load of shit and then sarah cast a spell during the first lockdown um and her spell was she just wanted every man to want to fuck her. Like she just wanted everyone to want to fuck her. She wanted everyone to fancy her. She cast this spell. And then I went and had a drink with her on her front porch. That's a noble spell, isn't it? <laughs> you have the gift. Use it wisely. I just want to get fucked. Guys, can time, I tell man. you, I shit you not. Sarah, I know we Sarah. Sick. She the absolute sex sort. <laughs> <laughs> she that smoke show. <laughs> Anyway, I was sitting having a drink with her and she lives on a road where lots of people go past. So I'm sitting on her front porch having a drink uh, in the first lock, sort of towards the end of the first lockdown. And every single man that drove past was fucking staring at her. Really? Men in cars were like, like sort of turning their heads and staring at her. And she just looked like shit it was the first lockdown. So we were just basically outside in our pyjamas. Yeah. Like, look, because no one looked nice then. It was just when we were all fully embracing our feral yeah, nature. Yeah, yeah. And it, like blokes like with their kids were like perving her up and down. <laughs> Pushing like, their was... kids out of the way. <laughs> yeah, it was absolutely insane. And so she, and I was like, what's going on? She's like, oh my God, I got really drunk and I cast this spell that I wanted everyone to want to fuck me. But like now that I'm sober, I didn't mean it. And it's it was actually coming true. People were like, Bloody everyone hell. was perving on it. She Welcome to up, my world. She was juggling Sarah, like you know six I mean? blokes. <laughs> like six blokes were all trying to ask her out at the same time. And it was, and after that, I thought, no, I think it's real. <laughs> so right. I've actually cast, cast the same myself. spell. <laughs> no, I can't, I can't be bothered. I have to say, I barely want anyone to fuck me when I'm in the mood, let alone uh, to try to encourage half of my local area to, you know, flap their dick at me. No, thank you. I hate that. <laughs> there we go. Maybe we should get her on, get her to do some spells live oh, on the podcast. Great. We do do that sometimes yeah. before Moon. We do a live show where we do a spell. And it's really good fun. Oh, really? So yeah. she's going to be there Jan 10th, is she? She's, she's going to be, be there doing Jan spells. 10th. Yeah. And you're going you're gonna to want some. Good. <laughs> I want actually, some Julian, spells. I've got something to confess to you. I actually, have, I found you on a dating app the other week. I found you. And I didn't swipe <laughs> right. Because <laughs> I thought it would be unprofessional. Um, <laughs> but I found you. <laughs> Excellent. Am I still on it? Yeah, I didn't realise. 
anyway. I went on. I I I st- like I've never I've never been on dating apps for year like since I split up and then in lockdown towards the end. I don't know, like a lot of my mates are on them, but it just looked too addictive and stuff. But I just had a little look and I was on it for about three weeks quite You looked really, your profile was really good. But then I was thinking maybe because I already know you and I know you're a good guy. (laughs) (laughs) I know you're a good guy. Like, so I was like, I've seen seen a couple of comics on it, actually. I saw, um, I saw my ex on there. It was awkward. Oh, Oh, I hate that. Uh, My sister's mate added me on there. Like swiped on me, and oh, I didn't want to. Wow. I didn't want to kind of X her off, so I just left her there. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. awkward when you know them, isn't it? But how yes. come you didn't swipe right again, Carly? Well, because I just thought it would seem unprofessional, like I was hitting on you, but I wasn't. I just wanted to say, like, I see you. You're looking good in your profile, but so I didn't wait till we're on a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> <Wait. laughs> no, this is for the good. UK British public. <laughs> I didn't realise exactly. I'm still on there, to be honest. Well, you are, and you're looking fine. So, oh, good. Uh, there we go. so I just wanted to let you know that you're looking good. I muted it, and I've kind of hid the app. I, I, I was, I was on it for about three weeks, like swiping all over the place. I mean, they're good things, aren't they, for people? Like before, if you wanted to meet someone, you'd have to go down to the local bar or something. Oh, awful! Having but to now you just got. Person. I mean, there's almost too many on there. Yeah, there's yeah. too, there's too much choice. Yeah. Also, I've found that it's made me quite a hideous person because since you using dating apps, I've realised that I just the men are getting younger and younger and younger. Right. The more I say, swipe, it's like well, my brain it not, can't. It not Is that because you're changing the age? In I've the never. Search? Yeah, I've, yeah, yeah. I've, I'm like, no, yeah. not these ones. I've, I've, I've never, never been age. on one. <laughs> Does it not? Has it not done what Netflix has done, which has sort of ruined the ability to choose, like to. You know, because that, that, you know, on Netflix now, you just swipe up and down until you find, and half the time you actually don't end up finding anything. And I think it's just ruining that thing of like just picking. Right, this is something I'm into. I'll I'll just give this a go for a oh, bit. Oh, for sure. Because so you think I, there's always someone I've, better and younger around the corner. Yeah, that's why I've 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 luckily that's never. That's where even. I wait. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I sit. <laughs> Doing your spells. Yeah. <laughs> It was funny on our Patreon. We did a live Patreon the other day. <laughs> um, so there's about there's a there's quite a few people on it. So it's like a live show, but it's like yeah. it's like a what do we call it? A get together. A get together, yeah. And it's just for patrons. So we're on Zoom. There's loads of people there, and one of them was somebody who um, <laughs> she's a lovely human being. Um, She's lovely, uh, she's. Um, but she uh, basically, um, she said she like, she came out and she said, we're chatting away. She was like, so who else here? came came via hinge <laughs> via hinge she yeah. found the podcast having after getting into a hinge discussion with julian and that's uh, very clever he's, now a pa- he's like he's basically yeah, he's basically good. out just like a charity mugger just on a hinge getting people to sign up to our patreon he's not i think that's just, genius I think and whenever him. i've told any guys online that i do a tarot reading uh live stream they all just unmatch <laughs> me like i'm yeah. some kind of fucking psycho witch <laughs> <laughs> They don't want any dramas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Oh, and she tells jokes and has opinions. No, I don't think so. No, too much. Too much. Get rid. Can you fix a sandwich? No. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's true, isn't it? I mean, somebody, somebody I know is on, like a a lady I know is on Hinge, and she sometimes sends me screenshots of the guys and stuff. Is this is this you as a joke? But they seem horrible. Some guys on there, man. (laughs) 
Oh, definitely. Also, the problem that I don't like about Hinge is Hinge like recommends you someone who it thinks would be compatible to you, but it yeah. always recommends me. I don't mean this in a horrible way. It recommends me like very facially, very ugly people. It's like, Carly, <laughs> we thought you might like Jim. And Jim's there <laughs> like, this guy from him? the Goonies. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I just think like, what's it come to if the fucking Hinge algorithm thinks I would like that? Like, I don't like what? I think it's. Just, I don't think there's anything in that. Though. I think it's just computer algorithm, is it? I don't think. I it's think real. the uh, the phrase "facially ugly" is so brutal. <laughs> but I think you might have had a beautiful. Do you get many dick pics I mean. sent and stuff? Because people I know get a lot um, of dick pics because I not send them. Not as many. The people in but... your contacts list get <laughs> yeah, a lot of dick pics. The whole of Julian's hinge. <laughs> well, I would never dream. Like people, some men people send who sign dick up to pic- our Patreon get a lot of Julian's dick pics. <laughs> But they get they said like a dick pic in the message. It's like that's unreal. That is so wow. bad. Maybe they bad. think they got a great dick, and that's what a woman what would people like. need to realise. No one's got a great dick. So everyone's dick is really Speak ugly. We're, no, Julian. <laughs> no one's dick is great. We don't like them. Sorry. We just we just like when we they're a put, means to put, an end. Yeah, when we put your dick in your mouth, what we're saying is like I, I'll tolerate this because I think yeah. you're a really nice guy. Some people like doing that though, don't they? <laughs> some people, yeah, some people, I'm sure some people do, do, but they, they don't. They're not doing it because they like the, 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 no, the thing dick itself. No, the dick exactly. itself is part of the process, but I suppose I it's part of the, the dick's person, like incidental it? in exactly. the blowjob almost. It's so like you're, blow, a, yeah. you're blowing their personality through their yeah, yeah, It's yeah. also the least photogenic part of anybody. Like it's oh, disgusting. It's so them. sad, and they always look really like gross and smelly, like the men themselves. Yeah. Because to pose with your dick out, you're always like lying on like some horrible like soiled bed with like your, like one that I soiled bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like just soiled with your dick. It's so sheets. gross. <laughs> yeah, it's so grim. And one thing that I haven't actually received a couple of is like erection pictures, but like through the boxer shorts. Oh, it's, uh, weird. it's almost sadder. It's a bit, it reminds you a bit of like, you know, you've been in a relationship for a long time and your boyfriend comes out, you can tell he's got an erection and you don't really want to today. <laughs> That's what that reminds me of. It's sort I was of chatting like... to somebody on Snapchat last year, like after a gig. And um, they were like, oh, I liked your set, blah, blah. And um, that was a, that was the story now. But then... Um, then they said, I'm chatting to them a bit. Then they sent me a picture and it was exactly that. It was a, I thought it was a girl. It was a guy. Uh, yeah. And it was just this surprise yeah. photo of this hard on with boxers on. And it was this thing. big hairy, like hairy. Hairy legs pads. coming out of the bottom. <laughs> oh, um, no. It was like, oh. part of it is, I think in those really guys' messy heads, house as they well, think that's well. almost like a sort of like, yeah, I just, I want, you know, it's like a sort of sexy reveal. Like you can see the yeah. outline of it and it's like- I think guys do it. It's almost like flashes. They get something out of someone seeing it more than yeah, they yeah, yeah, think yeah. you're going to oh, like it. Sure. And, and the more disgusted you are, treats. I think they might get something out of that. Like it's like a shame. Concept. They like the shame of it, I guess. Yeah. Can't you just, yeah. I, I love that. I guess. I don't know. I, <laughs> I know. It sounded yeah. like I like that the way I said. I <laughs> yeah, guess. You... A mate of mine told me. <laughs> um, well, anyway, um, oh, we should so probably funny. wrap it up with uh, this being very. We've covered fun. all the main topics. We have covered the main. Yeah. Big subjects, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Snuffing a tarot reading in the middle. Yeah, just to make it seem legit. Yeah. That tarot reading is definitely going to play on my mind, and I'm going to um, meditate on that. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> and then not do anything about yeah. it. Yeah, like, that's what I do. Dick pics. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, I'll change anyway. my sheets this time, though. Sorry about that. That's Sorry right, about the, the mess. <laughs> the, the soiling. There's so much uh, soiling everywhere. Ugh. What? Where can people find you online? They can find Julian on all dating, web- yeah, on all dating websites still. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, genuinely, though, if you, if you fancy me, get in touch with Carl or Julian. Um, looking and not facially ugly. We'll but, pimp you um, out. <laughs> yeah, thanks, guys. That's true friendship. No, I'm, I'm just on the usual things. I'm on Instagram yes. um, at Carly Smallman and on Twitter at Carly. I'm just Carly Smallman. But, yes. but you can find I think I'm the only one, really. So yeah. um, I'm sure you'll find me. <laughs> Um, and people can watch the show. Yeah, on... seven o'clock Sunday nights, and it streams on my Facebook and my YouTube and my Twitch. There we go. Nice, Julian. Any other business before we wrap up? It's just um, Patreon, isn't it? People can sign up. Yeah. They can join our little Zoom get-togethers. Yeah, we're going to try and be doing one a month. Yep. Um, we'll they, get all, they get all the videos of the podcast. They get uh, extra our episodes. Personal podcast with just me and you. A catch-up, we call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a little weekly sort of. Sometimes twice a week, two or three times a week. I'd, I'd say average twice a week. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's it. That is the end of the podcast. Thanks to Carly Smallman for joining us. Thank you, Carly. It's been thank you very delightful. much. This has really, this has been a real joy in the depths of Good. lockdown to talk to you two lovely people. So thank Thanks. you so much. And you too. Thanks for coming. And hopefully we'll see you soon at a real life. Thanks for gig. grassing oh, me up. Sorry, Julian. <laughs> I love it. I must <laughs> still be paying that paid. then. Is it? Is it? I must still be. No, paying it's free. For that. It's free. Do you know? Oh. What? I actually, I was still on one of the dating apps for about two years, like into a relationship before oh. my uh, my boyfriend's friend found me on there, and we got into big. I realized I just I just met someone and left it. Oldest book, yeah. Of course, mate. Yeah, I I must have just left it on there. I just left it on for a couple of years. But you were last seen five minutes ago on the app when you went to the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, where's the lesson? Let's have a little book on it actually. It's It's you still signed up to look around, mate. Pass the time, babe. Why not? Right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you, Carly. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Bye. Good night. Bye.